These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody, I'm John Hewlett. It's time for the uh, Keishi Tapes podcast, and there is my partner. Favaz. Hi, John. Hello, Mighty One. Uh, today, we're going to do something different for episode 62. The subject matter of an interview is going to be one of us. <laughs> and in this case, it's me. Now you're thinking, well, that's pretty self-indulgent. Why would you do something like that? Well, it's not about me. It's about who was interviewing me. And it's the legendary sports broadcaster Jack Buck back in 1983. Now, for those who don't know, I'm also the Cardinals public address announcer at Bush Stadium. Just finished my 35th season there. Well, I started in 1983. Mm-hmm. So this was my very first year as a PA announcer. And what... Jack Buck used to do on Camo X Radio for the Camo X Cardinal Network is interview people who worked at the stadium pretty often. And uh, every year he'd talk to the organists. And every year he'd talk to, uh, you know, a certain usher maybe. And uh, he started talking to me. And that only went on for about a couple of years. Because I only have the interviews of 83 and 84. And then for whatever reason, oh, I know why it stopped. Why did it stop? Stop because Casey brought J.C. Corcoran into the airwaves. Oh, here. that's what happened. And then, yeah, and they we started but we started attacking Camo X and ah, <laughs> fell good out reason, of, I guess, yeah, and fell out of good graces with Jack Buck and and Camo X. So anyway, uh, this again was 1983. Jack Buck interviewing me as the new PA announcer. And it's brought to you by Black Raven AFC. You know, every business needs a good website, not just to make you look good, but, you know, your clients, customers, potential new hires are all on, you know, they're online. So if you aren't making a difference to the people that you're trying to reach or worse, your site is too slow, doesn't connect properly, or is hard to use by your team, you need to consider if now is the time to reimagine your website and Black Raven AFC can help. They build websites. Uh, they can build a very pretty one for you today. So when you're ready to to make your website matter, let Black Raven AFC help. Go to BlackRavenDigital.com and reach up today. All right, so here's the interview, and I'm going to tell you in advance, I know I was extremely nervous. I would be, too. I remember you introduced me to Jack Buck when I filled in for you in 1999. Oh, you did a game? Like, I did a game yes, for you. that's right. And uh, Jack was, uh, you know, I came the day before to learn the controls, kind of, and Jack was on the field, and we were, we were all on the field, and you introduced me to him, and uh he said something about uh, God. What what was it? It was uh, it was something about his wife ironing his shirts or something. <laughs> it was it was just really fun. I mean, it, you know, it was funny and to to meet him is you know the all time yeah. thrill. He'd walk around the press box just casual as can be. You know, yeah. he'd have his um, his hush puppy shoes on, or yeah. not hush puppies, but uh, his loafers, like slippers. Yeah, like slippers, and he'd yeah. just kind of be sauntering around and. And he'd talk to everybody and anybody. He was just a really nice, nice man. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm sure I'm nervous and uh, probably going to say a bunch of stupid <laughs> stuff here because I'm being interviewed by the legendary Jack Buck. He's the reason why I got into the radio business. I wanted to be like Jack Buck. Sure. And then here I am at age 25 actually being interviewed by Jack Buck on the radio station that was the dominant Right. Big deal radio stations in the industry. Yep. Yeah, it had like 30% of the market here in St. Louis at one time. Yep. All right, so here we go. Well, John Hewlett is the voice that a couple of million people, maybe two and a half million people are going to hear at the ballpark in 1983. And John- two, two and a half million. We weren't wow. doing three million yet. So, so figure another whole million 
You know, because yeah. doesn't the Cardinals average about three and a half million? Yeah, three point like three. Yeah, yeah. I think the pe- the peak might have been three and a half. And we're talking about attendance now. Yeah, you know. yeah. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Jack. You enjoying uh, the new duties as the PA announcer? Thank you very much, Jack. I'm ready to shit my pants. <laughs> very much so. I'm enjoying it uh, like uh, I knew I would. We had- couldn't even answer the question. <laughs> That's a good answer, though. You're. It's everything that you thought it would be. Fellow here for many years, Charlie Jones, and he finally retired. And then last year uh, we had yet another. <laughs> okay. Now, Charlie Jones. I don't had, remember that name. Yeah, Charlie had the job for, I think, 43 years. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. And he was well. You I want to never say, hear the name Charlie Jones. Yeah, he was legend back then. Huh. Yeah. And so um, he was well in, I want to say he was uh, maybe 80 years in the 70s when he retired. Because his eyes went bad, he you know right. really struggled to, to see very oh. clearly, and that's an important you part of the job. Need that, yeah. yes. <laughs> and so then Joel Myers right. was next, and Joel Myers worked with me here at Casey mm-hmm. back in the seventies, late seventies, maybe even early eighties. And also worked with me at KEZK when I was there. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, we were kind of were following each other around. So then huh. he either gets fired or quits the PA job at Bush, and I get that. Hmm. So that was kind of weird. But uh, I'm interested to see if Jack knows his name, because I know he knew his name, but right. I wonder if he was on good terms with, with uh, Jack. Anyway, let's hear. Right. Uh, Joel Myers, and then he left for a job on the uh, West Coast. Oh, never mind. I was reading too much into it. <laughs> but you get the job, John. Well, uh, about a year and a half ago, I, uh, I took a position with the radio station I work with in St. Louis, another one other than KMOX, and... Um, I was doing news and sports, and I got to know a few people down here. And last year, when uh, Joel Myers uh, took a weekend off, they asked me if I would like to do it. And now this year it was open, and I was... Oh, I forgot about that. I did fill in for Joel Myers. So you filled in. Yeah. That's how it all started. Yeah. It's one of the candidates, and I got the job. It's probably not as easy as folks would surmise. You're right. Uh, it's it's much more entailed than uh, even I thought it was, and I'm a big baseball fan. Um you're in, you're in, in the game. You're part of the ball game, and, and uh, I didn't think it was that involved. And if, and if you let your concentration waver, it's just like any other broadcast. If you let your concentration waver at all, well, then you're in trouble. Exactly. You know, you go to the ball game, and you may be sitting around with a few friends, and uh, uh, next thing you know, an inning or two may have gone by, but you can't do that when you're doing this job. Oh, yeah? Well, it happens to me. <laughs> now you've been doing it so long, it can happen to you. <laughs> What will you do tomorrow? The Giants come to town. You'll check their roster, I suppose. Right. Before I come to the ballpark, or I'll go in the uh, offices and check with uh, Robin Monsky and see what the changes are and uh, make the uh, corrections on my scorecard and uh, get the lineups for, for the game. And uh, um, we also do on-field ceremonies prior to the ball game. Different groups will come to uh, the stadium who help sell tickets to uh, different Cardinal games. And... We, uh, we take them down the field and introduce them to the fans that are in the stands. And then I'll go up and give the lineups, and uh, the ball game gets underway. And then when you're down on the field for the pregame ceremonies, they change the lineup. <laughs> then you come <laughs> Once up in a and while. scrambling around. <laughs> Once in a while that will happen, but uh, uh, you adapt. You are actually an official part of the game because of your dealing with the umpires. Right. You, uh, you can't announce a change until the umpire signals to you that th- that particular player is in the game. And that still happens to this day. Right. Right. You know, you'd think by now they'd have a system that would make it easier instead of right. having to read sign language and fingers right. and pointing. Yeah, you... and, I mean, it's it's still very inefficient. We, you know, still it's easy to get confused. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the umpires are signaling to the press box at level four. Well, I'm on level three, and mm-hmm. they're not necessarily looking for me. They're not looking for a hand signal from me. They're looking for right, they're those just guys looking at somebody there. else. So, you know, I've got to kind of keep an eye on an umpire to make sure I don't miss the cue, and sometimes I do. Were you doing the music, too, then, back in 83? Not in 83, no. No, no because I, just, I know when I filled in for you, you were doing it all. You did the, yes. the music and, and uh, the PA announcing and the whole bit. That was crazy. It was hectic. It was very hectic, yeah. Um, and, and talk about having no time to go to the bathroom during a game. Yeah. I mean, there was zero None. time occasionally. None. Like when Ernie, the seventh inning, you know, maybe when Ernie was you know, playing take me out to the ball game or something right. like that, I might have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, it was uh, – and you filled in. Rick Bayless filled in one time and Rich Dalton filled yeah. in one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done that yet? Uh <laughs> In the very beginning, but it's getting to the point where I've got it down to the, got the mechanics down, and it's it's getting uh, yeah. You you can't better. you can't anticipate. You can't do it too quickly. And right. On the other hand, you can't be too late with the announcement. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what is your philosophy, John, with regard to uh, the emotion that you display on the microphone with the pronunciation of names or trying to get the Cardinals rally? What a good question. Oh, that is a good. That's question. a damn good question. Yeah. But you're asking somebody who doesn't have a philosophy, Jack. <laughs> Let's hear it then. Well, basically, I feel the show's on the field, and, and uh, that's where people's attention should be. Uh, I think you should put some emphasis on, on the hometown teams, especially in situations where emphasis is called for. But uh, for the most part, the, field, the uh, show's on the field, and uh, I'll just announce the names and let the players hit the home runs and triple them. Where do you sit on the press box? Good answer. Good answer. That good, was answer. A good answer. I think mm-hmm. Jack liked it. Bubble <laughs> with uh, with relation to the Camo X booth. Uh, if you face the Camo X booth, we're we're to the uh, left of the booth behind the Cardinal dugout. Can you hear the crowd when you're working? Yes. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, especially in the summertime with the windows open. But uh, man, man, he's good. Just firing qu- one yeah, question man. right after the other. Man, he was so good. I mean, he was asking them so fast. I, right. I had to like pause just to. Do you remember? Did he have those written down, or was it just no. off the top of his head? No, it was off the top oh, of his head. Beautiful. Now, now maybe you know he he's interviewed Charlie Jones mm-hmm. and, and Joel Myers in the past, so maybe he just had a bunch of questions right. that he knew. But these are questions that I think the everyday fan would want to know. You yeah. Know, what do you yeah. do before? Do you look at the names? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. When the windows are shut, you you, you don't uh, you don't hear the crowd as much as. You may like to, in order to really. Well, guess so. You shut the windows, you're not going to hear yeah, the Yeah, you're not going to hear Dump. it at all. Give emphasis to a name. But you're not enclosed, uh, such as Ernie Hayes is, the organist. No, no, not at all. Not at but all. I was. I spent many years enclosed with Ernie. Yes. And uh, I was too when I filled in for you. Yes. Well, you cut some farts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, do? you have to raise your level, and then when the crowd is uh, is going wacky with regard to making an announcement. Right, right. And uh, 50,000 can uh, at times get very loud. And another thing about it, John Hewlett, you're not allowed to miss a game, right? You better be here. Well, uh, it's funny you say that. Um, when I got the job, they told me uh, they wanted someone who would be here every day, and uh, I had to tell them, oops, I'm getting married in uh, August, so there are three oh, days whoa. that I will be off. Oh. And, uh, those are already taken care of. Right? You'd rather get married than, <laughs> than solidify your job here at the ballpark? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, with, with this young lady, I'm uh, extremely happy. Oh, well, what's her name? Barbara Lewis is her name. Well, And i got to say hi to her. Yeah, and the very best uh, wishes to you in your forthcoming marriage, and congratulations on the job you're doing. Thank you very much. John Yulett, he's the new PA announcer here at the ballpark, and I'll be back in just one moment. Wow, oh. that's cool. Damn. You were getting married. I know. I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy cow, I totally forgot about that. I missed those games. Wow, so you missed three games. 
I guess. Year. Do you remember who filled in for you then? Back in 83? I mean, I know it was a long time ago. That... I was 18 years old, by the way. Yeah. You know, I don't remember. I think they may have just gotten somebody. Wow. I don't know. Well, I see that. Now, I thought I only missed like three games, three or four games my entire 35 years. Well, there's three in the there's first year. In the- <laughs> Slacker. I got, I got that wrong. Yeah. So I, mean, I mean, hearing Jack Buck's voice just makes you want to listen to Cardinal baseball on the radio like like we used to. You know, I feel kind of bad for the people out there that, that don't know who Jack Buck yeah. Is or was or what he meant to the game or right. you know I mean he, he just like Dan Kelly taught me hockey he taught me baseball yeah you know? and and he was so good also at uh, you know speaking engagements yes and hosting yes. the different uh, award shows around town with humor yes I mean he was funny funny he wasn't just you know right. occasionally getting a line off here or right. there I mean Jack was an entertainer yep and you can tell just in that little interview right there. Like we said before, the way the the question just kept coming to the point, kept coming, boom, 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 boom. That that uh, he was ex- extremely glib, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, just right on top of everything. So see where Joe Buck gets it from, because Joe is yeah. the same way, kind of, and you know he got it from his dad. I'll never forget, and I still do this to this day. But Jack Buck always said when he would go to a restaurant, he would always ask the waiter or waitress's name. To feel more, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like they know him or yeah. something like that, you know. And I and and you know, obviously they're not making the money that Jack Buck is 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 making. And I'm not saying that they're not making you know what I make or anything like that. But I do the same thing. Yeah, I, I always ask, "What's your name?" It's good, you know. I, yeah. And it's because of Jack Buck. Isn't it funny how somebody on the radio can be influential to you like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think back just in silly things. I mean, for instance, I mean. I like to run. I ran a marathon. You know who inspired me to run a marathon? Who? Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> she talked about it one time. I heard, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And that's right. why I did it. That's why you, you did know? it. So you never know who you're talking to out there, what, what person's listening to might you know, pick up on something you're saying, and it will change their lives or you know, uh, affect their lives or enjoy, and, and, but allow them to enjoy something maybe that they've never – that they've never thought of doing before, you know. You, you know, and and I wanted to be a baseball announcer long before I wanted to be a, a music DJ. I mean, I I really and it was because yeah, me of Jack. Too. Yeah. It was because I thought I could do that, you know, and and uh, that's what kind of started me. And I, you know, back in the day, you know, I, I still follow Cardinal baseball, but man, I knew stats and all that stuff in the, yeah. in, in the in those days, and you know, it was because of him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's still a lot of good announcers around. Don't get me there wrong. There are, but, but I'm sorry, man. There's yeah. nothing like him and Vin Scully and Harry Carey, who we did, who you interviewed before we had on the uh, the Casey yeah. tapes, and you know they're, and, they're, and, those were the legends. And they had class yeah. too. I mean, they carried themselves with with a, a level of respect that was like these guys are these guys are uh, you know gods in the business. Right. And they, Harry drank in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, Jack also was a kind man too, a very generous person too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the people who would work in the, in the, um, press box mm-hmm. serving food and, and drinks. And, and by the way, back then we could drink beer free right. Right. all you wanted right. while you were working in the press box. Crazy. It man. was. And, uh, supposedly Mike Shannon took, well, it yes. took advantage of that. Jack would be drinking too. Jack would well, have a beer Well, that's why Harry too. said it too. You yeah. know, they, you know, they did it everywhere. And, and this is the 80s. You, mm-hmm. know, you give somebody 500 bucks in the 80s, you were giving them like, what, $2,000 yeah. now? I mean, uh, and that's what he would tip? That's what he would give he them? He tipped those people that, that kind of wow. money. That, that's neat. 
Yeah. yeah. He did yell at me one time for calling him Mr. Buck, but uh, <laughs> he hated that. So anyway, there we go. Jack Buck interviewing me, 1983, as the Cardinals' new PA announcer, and uh, I was 25 years old, scared to death. And you were getting could married. You, could you tell? Yeah. Could you tell uh, a little bit, not yeah. that much. Yeah, that, not that much. Because sometimes he'd answer the questions for me, and I just go, "Yeah, yeah, right, right." Well, right. he would think of another question while you were given the answer to the question before, and he would almost interrupt you yeah. to, with the other question. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. All right, there you go. That's episode sixty-two of the Casey Tapes, and it's brought to you by Black Raven, Black Raven Digital. Yes, if you got a website, you got a company, and you want to make sure that you're doing. The best you can with that website, you got to get the professionals involved, and that would be the folks there at Black Raven AFC. Um, if you aren't making the difference with your website and, and it's too slow and you're not reaching the people you want, what's going to happen eventually? You're going to go bankrupt. Don't <laughs> let that happen to you or your company. Go with the very best. So if your website really matters, go with Black Raven AFC. Their website is blackravendigital.com. That's blackravendigital.com. Reach up today. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Well, time to wrap up this podcast for another time. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. And on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. And I'm Favaz, AMFU man. Adios, my friend. The Keishi Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Keishi, go to Keishi95.com or the Keishi mobile app. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.